0: Welcome to the Go Serve Others podcast, where we explore topics around leading, mentoring, and serving others. I'm your host, Mark Shropshire. And welcome to episode 10. Today, we're going to talk about building team trust. Really a focus on how leaders can build that authentic team trust that we all crave. It's not a put on. It's not any kind of uh, fake setup where you know, we're, we're, we're going through the motions as a team, and it's not real, uh, meaning that people don't really trust each other, but they smile and move forward and act like they do because of other pressures. We're talking about really building a team that can work together, have trust in one another, and um, there's three important topics to consider when building that type of team trust. Number one is to listen. Listen you want to listen to ideas openly. You want to listen to issues that may come up. And really it's about listening and focusing. And you hear a lot of um, people talk about, uh, you know, we need to be good listeners and uh, listening, how important it is. And it's easy to say those. And we'll all nod heads and agree that yes, listening is important. But what I'm talking about here is not just the listening aspect. Not just taking notes. Taking notes are important, but actually making action items from those notes. If you're going to listen and give a team a chance to speak uh, to an issue or a problem or a challenge or whatever it may be, or even you know successes, uh, take notes on the uh, on a listening session, formal or not, and create action items. Whether those are formal or not, but put those action items. What do we get out of this? What actions can be taken from that? Uh, from the input given, from the contributor, and ultimately we want to show value to the contributor who's offering the information that we're listening to. We want to make sure that they see that there was value, that it was recognized, that it was uh, uh, taken, it was taken seriously. So that involves thanking them uh, for the contribution, making sure they understand that. There, there may be action items from this, or maybe reviewing the action items from that. Maybe there's not action items right now, and you just say, "Well, that's some great input. I've taken notes. We've, you know, we've placed the, a lot of those notes on our wiki page. Uh, let's think about that, and maybe just you bring it up at the next meeting. Has, has anybody, you know, on the team thought through what we discussed last time? And, uh, anyone have action items based on that, or any additional thoughts around that previous discussion? you know, maybe it was just a chance to to just talk about, you know, maybe there are no action items, and it's just a chance to talk through what was going on, but really want to make sure that we're not just listening, that we're actually taking that contribution, because it is a contribution, and doing something with it of value. So number two, second point here, is to delegate. This is another one like listening you hear quite a bit. Delegate things. What does that really mean? Well, we want to delegate tasks to the team and there's a couple of things here that we're going to talk about that, um, why you would delegate. Um, I guess the, well, the, the, the obvious reason to delegate for most people is when somebody gets backed into a corner and they just have so much to do, they can't get it done and someone says you should delegate some of that. And that's usually good advice probably means you're, Holding on to tasks you shouldn't be working on, tasks um, that that are blocking you from working on something, a focus that's more important that you should work on. There's we all ha- can look at our list of tasks and look and and probably pull out the one or two things that really we should be focusing on, versus the many other things that are just busy work items that are blocking us from working on the important things. So delegating to a team, uh, task to a team. Uh, involves a little more thinking than that. So let's break those two things down. The, the first thing, the first reason we might want to delegate a task, or it's a not great chance to, uh, a, a great reason to delegate a task, not only to release ourselves to work on important things, but we should is to give an opportunity out. And what I mean by that is to give somebody on the team an opportunity to grow, give them an opportunity to try something new, uh, allow them, the chance to fail, allow them the chance to, to learn and improve. This is my number one favorite reason to delegate things. Um, it is self-serving because it always means I can work on other things that are important, uh, maybe more important than I should be working on it. Even everyone on the team says, yes, you should be working on that. But it really is neat to be able to do that and give someone a chance to grow. Uh, it involves some mentorship along the way. So you want to make sure that person has a support system that um, they're not just sent off uh, to figure it out on their own unless you feel like that's a great way for them to grow, and you can give room for that, but you definitely need to make sure there's some support around that. The second great reason, or the second, well, it is a great reason, but the second uh, reason for um, why you might delegate is to give this this task off to somebody who has a better skill set Quite frankly, whether you're in a lead position on a team or not, uh, you may not have the skill set to do that task. Now, there may be pride in the way and things like that that make it feel like, well, I'm going to stick through it. And I'm going to figure it out. And maybe I want to learn this thing. And that's a lot of pride and selfishness wrapped up in those types of thoughts. So what we want to do is uh, make sure that we're not blocking ourselves from seeing a, a bigger picture vision of the team and saying, is there someone on a team that already has the skill set? Are we in a project deadline that it just makes zero sense for me to continue to work on this as a leader? It makes a lot more sense for someone else on a team to uh, to handle that because they have the skill set. They are going to be able to knock it out of the park. They're going to do a great job on it. Uh, maybe as a leader, you can give input to that and help that along. But again, back to you know that that. Um, the first reasoning why most people delegate and that is because it allows you to focus on the things that you should be focusing on. So the third point of building trust on teams is protection and to protect. So as a leader, there's times where, uh, you, you may need to stand up for your team. You may need to, um, you know, if the, if from the outside in, it looks like there's maybe performance issues on a team. If it looks like uh, maybe the team's being misunderstood, maybe some communications happened that weren't exactly clear what's going on on a project or, uh, and I'm using project loosely. This could be, you know, this could be a team that's uh, in a corporate situation. It could be a team of volunteers, but uh, as a leader, you want to protect your team. You want to stand up for your team. You want to communicate effectively. Uh, you want to be able to help um, show others the vision that you have for your team and, and actually what's getting accomplished and be honest about, you know, here's some things that, that haven't worked out well, here are things that are going well, and here's how we're continuously improving. Anytime you can show that there's a plan, um, uh, just in any in any situation, it usually puts people at ease. Where people are not at ease is when they don't see that there is any kind of plan and then there's no you know, there's no uh, there's no plan to get out of a current uh, situation. That's what makes people uneasy. So another part of protecting your team and keeping that integrity within your team um, is to not blame anybody on the team. Now that doesn't mean we don't hold people accountable because we certainly do. We need to do that. that's an important part of team value, but we don't want to just blame others when it's just used to uh, maybe take the light off of your mistake and put it on to somebody else um that's that's not gonna fly you will break trust very easily seems obvious um another example of breaking trust with teams uh, or anybody is you know when when somebody catches somebody in a lot or something like that that can break trust immediately but certainly you blame somebody on a team and it's you know and, I don't, and even even if the the um what you say in the blame is the truth as far as maybe what happened it's how it's how it's done can break down trust so if it's really about making someone look look bad so it takes that light off of you that 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 is really the issue so it may not be that you're lying about what happened, but you're using it maybe to to take a little bit away from someone seeing things you've done wrong because we all do yeah you know, we all make mistakes and projects and things like that so don't want to blame others you want to Keep accountability, though, and deal with that. You want to have, make sure that the team sees you take responsibility as a leader. You want to make sure that they see that value and that they will then take responsibility. Not everybody's at a growth place where they will take responsibility. is easy, quick. A lot of times there's maybe past experience where it's hard for them to see how to do that, or maybe there's not trust. But over time, uh, I find that people will take responsibility when they have that. Uh, they feel the team is a safe place to To do that in, and uh, it's that's that is such a great thing to have that when everyone's taking responsibility, holding each other accountable. You just it doesn't get better than that. Let me tell you. So, um, the last part of protection is I really like to focus the team when I work with teams on working together, not competing. Um, I've read over the years many situations in corporate um, situations where. Usually happens in corporate situations. Competition can happen everywhere, and there's always talk about healthy competition. But I think defining healthy competition is always interesting. Um, uh, so, I, I personally like there not to be the idea of competing within a team um, because it, as a team we're working together to get to, you know, get to an end result. We're trying to get to something. Um, and creating schemes to have people compete against, to compete against each other unless you're absolutely positive that that's uh, everyone's on board and everyone feels good about that it. It can usually just lead in my opinion to hurt um, and it can definitely break down trust and um, you know sometimes that's that's not what you think it will be um, uh, think about a team like a sports team and i don't generally use a lot of sports analogies uh, on this podcast but you know, a sports team is a great example. I mean, that is just the, uh, that is a great example of competition. And while there might be some competition within a sports team of who's the best person to go to, you know, who's the, you know, the the first string, you know, making it to the first string or whatever. What I'm really talking about is the team itself. They really, the real core competition is against the other teams. That's their mission. Their result is to win. And so usually on other projects, your result is to win, not to compete internally against each other and pit people against each other. Cause you think, well, it'll get done faster. If I have these folks work competing together. well, it may, and there may be circumstances that that could work. I don't want to throw that out. Um, but I really do feel like usually setting up competition is not protecting your team. It's, it it can lead to possibly tearing it down. Not always, not always a healthy situation and it should be done with care. Um, and certainly not on a new team. So, so those are the three points to, that, I, that I like about building trust on teams. Number one uh, was to listen. Number two is delegate. And number three is to protect your team. Thank you for being a part of this episode. And remember, we can all lead, mentor, and serve.